<laughs> hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on SoundCloud and now on iTunes as of a few weeks ago. Still pretty excited about that. This is episode 17 of the podcast, so going on 34 weeks strong. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Daryl Fuimano and Eli Downing, who you heard yell boo at you because it's Spooktober. How are you guys doing tonight? Excellent. Fantastic. Daryl, how are you? Doing well. <laughs> My ears are bleeding after that that intro. Not really, but you you'd startled me. You know, you At least really... your ears are scared. Right. My ears are scared. My body is scared. It's a horror month. It's spooktober. It's a beautiful time of year. I love October. The, the like the older I get, I feel like this is like kind of one of those seasons and months that I really look forward to compared to like when I was a kid, it was like, oh, Christmas, you know, Christmas is amazing. You get gifts and be with family and stuff. And and now that I'm older and I don't have kids my, myself, like Christmas is kind of meh. So I like Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And then even when you have kids, it's like, man, I have to buy all these presents and wrap them. Wait, yeah. No, wait, Santa does that. Yeah. Right. 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 Shh, shh, shh. Zayden's not listening to this though, probably <laughs> because it's not. parental advisory uh, <laughs> sticker on iTunes, which I'm kind of happy about actually it makes us, you know, really badass. Oh, mm -hmm, we do. Oh man, I do. I feel like a total, total banff now. We can just say whatever we want. Fuck. You know, I just oh, did it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We'll get it all out early. So <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning into the podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for your support. And don't forget if you're listening on iTunes uh, to leave us a rating I, you know, you can rate us however you feel is fair or leave a comment because it does help us find some new audience uh, and a, a new listeners. So I would really appreciate it. I think we all would. So thank you very much. Um, how How is everything going, guys? I know it's busy with work, but before we get into the nitty gritty, how are things? Yeah, I've just been pretty busy with work and uh, just been consuming my life with all these these uh schedule changes and uh trying to work things out with my son has gotten really complicated and yeah uh missing him quite a bit right now yeah but uh i thought i would just you know present a question okay uh, as colin you are a vegetarian right op openly on the open <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> open i'm i feel like i like it's something more like <laughs> like but, so yeah anyways, i'm a quaker or something you know like it sounds like i'm like like adhering to whatever <laughs> get it anyway what's your question uh, yeah <laughs> so in terms of like salads mm, mm -hmm. I, th I thought i had like i like a certain part and apparently i'm weird okay but so do you guys like the crunchy part of the lettuce or mm. like the like say it's romaine right do you like the okay. butter butt end or like the nice the leaf like, the leafy, leafy end i like the leafy end Okay. I'll come right out and say it. I like the leafy end. But I'll also Daryl? say before Daryl gets into this that most of my salads have spinach and arugula, not lettuce. Mm, so You're not a lettuce guy. Not a lettuce guy. Not much of a lettuce guy. Anyway, go ahead, Daryl. Arugula like, cuts your lips up sometimes. Cuts your lips? It's a gnarly. fucking plant. What do you mean it's cuts? Gnarly, dude. What kind of arugula are you eating? You know? Hey, there's plenty of gnarly plants out there, right? <laughs> like, fly traps eat flies. We're not talking about like Captain Crunch or something here. It's it's arugula. It's not it's, it's not gonna cut up your mouth. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Arugula is the new uh, mascot of Forma. Such a carnivore thing to say. Anyway, Daryl, go ahead. We cut you off there. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big Sally guy. Okay. To be honest, like my wife and her family. 
they eat salads all the time with everything. And I'm the only one who does not eat salad. Like my wife has to like scoop it for me mm. and put it on my plate. Mm. That that's the only way that salad will end up on my plate. I thought you said we were but, gonna uh, say put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's that explicit nah, I'm not, rating, I'm folks. Not that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh. But, just, uh, just to fly in the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I like the I was like the crunchy part. Mm. So Okay. Uh the yeah. button. Definitely okay. for me. Okay. Is that what you like too, Eli? It sounds like that's what you're vibing on. I like the leafy part. And oh, I thought okay. I was okay. getting you know, I think it's a business thing that that's just like, you know, you gotta use the whole like the whole stock i don't know what it's called on lettuce yeah stock but, is fine like the whole thing and you get a lot of that crunchy stuff in salad and i freaking hate it mm-hmm. it's basically just water like that part isn't doesn't have as many nutrients and stuff either right so yeah like with just, kale or whatever when you're cooking like you always separate the leaf from the stock or like the stem of the kale too so it seems kind of lazy with lettuce to leave that part in there but a good crunch is always i'm here for a good crunch okay once in a while, once in a while. That's right. What croutons are for though, right? True, true. Like, <laughs> so I'll give you an example, right? Here's the salad I just had. And you guys can rate this salad on a one to five scale, okay? So it's spinach, onion, little mandarin, little pieces of mandarin orange, walnuts, ras- or, uh, cranberries, raisins, and like a vinaigrette dressing. First mistake is spinach. Okay. Okay. Uh, other than that, if that was just regular lettuce, sounds bombsky. Okay. I like I like mandarin oranges are probably like my favorite. Oh, they're so One good. One of my favorite fruit. A little nature candy up in this yeah. bitch. <laughs> you can pass that out. Are you going to be the guy who passes that out on Halloween? I guess so. Yo, you probably, <laughs> Nature's you, candy. That's probably making you puke when you think about it because you're not a salad guy, right? <laughs> you're, not, you're not a fan. That sounds disgusting in the, in, the, in the bag, you know, a pumpkin grab bag. Oh God! A salad <laughs> mixed with like other candy and like yeah pennies and <laughs> coins and stuff like that. Just yeah. put out a big giant salad ball on your front porch. Oh, dude, that's hilarious! Like, grab like please take one. It's just different pieces of lettuce. <laughs> please take one. Oh, maybe I'll try that this year. That's that's a pretty funny idea. Just my house is going to get, like, egged that night or something shit. And the kid, Fuck you, mister. <laughs> like, the kids are going to hate it. You're going to be so, the salad guy for the rest of your life if you do that. I had the weirdest experience. Because I, I do like salad, but, like, I think it only goes with certain... Like, I don't have it with every meal. You know, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to have a burger. Got to have a salad first, right? It, it goes really well <laughs> with, like, Italian food and, like, pizza and stuff like that. My parents, when they were evac from the fires were staying with me for a week and I made breakfast for dinner one night. So I made like kind of scrambled eggs with veggies and like sausages and stuff. And they fucking had salad first. I was like, who has salad before eggs? I've never <laughs> gone to like IHOP or something. And they're like, Oh, do you want a salad first before you get your pancakes and shit? It's like, no, <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. So I've, I don't know. Wow. It, it tripped me out. That's pretty funny. The salad is yeah. usually in your eggs. Right, like your your veggies are in your eggs. Exactly, that was my point as well. Like Tomatoes, we don't need spinach. Yeah, we don't need this onions. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That was a good question. I'm glad to get to push salad on Daryl. Slowly, we're gonna convert him towards. Yeah. You know, you're gonna love it, dude. You're gonna fucking love it. 
a healthier eating style for sure it is healthier i mean i don't like practice what i uh what i pre for a vegetarian i probably eat very little salad compared to a lot of uh a lot of my fellow countrymen you know like i you guys see what i eat obviously because we work together i get like a burrito or i get like fucking a veggie burger or like chinese food or something i don't really eat the healthiest uh for my lunches but that's a good way to start have a salad sub it in there feel good you know did you get a have you had an incognito yet i see those ads everywhere i don't even know what that is that sounds sexual what is that it might be <laughs> what is Incog- that yeah incognito it's i don't know it's on an ad i don't know what it's for i think it's like wendy's or Carl- one of those things oh know. is it like an impossible burger or something Maybe. yeah okay no i'll have to check it out i'm cu- i'm always curious like to check out the various establishments uh veggie burgers and kind of what they what they got going for it so gots is pretty good gots veggie that's burger is like pretty good yeah so. i used to actually make those mm-hmm. it's just fried that's why it's so good you yeah stick them in the fryer yeah, anything you do that with is going to be delicious. Um, but we could we could go off on a food tangent here for a while. Let's kind of rein it back a little bit into the semi realm of gaming. You know, with our topic question of the show. Before we, well, actually, I don't want to cut you off. If you had other life updates. Anyone else have anything they want to say to the audience before we move on? Not about salads. Maybe about salads. No. Okay. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the topic question then. And Daryl, this was your topic question, which I, I thought was uh, a very good one. And uh, to the Discord peoples and listeners, you might have heard us discuss this a little bit or seen us discuss it a little bit. But the question for the episode is, what was your first game that you got the Platinum Trophy in? Slash, if you want to share, what was the first game that you got a trophy in? On PS4, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, first platinum I got was on PS4, and Colin, you're not the only one. I also got a platinum on a Telltale game as my first one. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, don't feel bad. I'm there with you. Oh man, it was the which one game was of it? Thrones. Ooh, that's a good game. Yeah, I really like that game. I know. I really liked it too, and especially being familiar with the TV show and reading some of the books. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a game that I had to play just because it didn't focus on the show. I mean, it, it pulled parts from the show, but it had an entirely different cast that you were basically, you know, deciding the outcome for. And I, I liked it, it was cool. When I played this game, I didn't really care for trophies a whole lot mm-hmm. because I I think when I played that, I just barely transitioned from Xbox to PlayStation. So regardless of if I was trophy hunting or not, I'm still going to get the Platinum. And um, yeah, that was my first one. So That's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at my trophy list and just at the – because Telltale has like – five episodes mm-hmm. and then the very last one was a pretty cool uh like an easter egg for game of thrones fans so the last six trophies i believe were um all models of the great houses in the game of thrones show oh that's cool i didn't even notice that and i have that platinum <laughs> yeah it was a pretty yeah. cool like i actually looked it up before the show like wait these titles look strangely familiar. So looking mm. at them and kind of like getting the idea that these were actually the models for the great houses. There was a few I didn't know, 
but when I looked it up, they were the mottos. So it's pretty cool. Like you see the the famous "Winter is Coming" motto, "Fire and Blood." You know, Eli, Mm. Yep. I would highly recommend watching this show. No, you're not a big TV guy, movie guy, blah 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 blah, but Yep. I will highly suggest watching it. Like this is a pretty dope show. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't or if you'd rather read the books, I condone that as well, but you should check out the the world either way. So cool. Um I will do neither. Sorry guys. It's okay. Um it's one of those things probably for you where like if enough people recommend it, like you're like, I'm not gonna do it now, you know? Like people did that with Rick and Morty for me for like years. And eventually I was like, you know, fuck you, I'm not gonna watch Rick and Morty now. <laughs> like, I'm like you've you've turned me off from the show because you've recommended it to me like a hundred times. It's just almost the same thing for The Witcher Three. I have like one friend who keeps telling me like, you gotta play The Witch. You know, it's like I've already tried it. I didn't like it. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. That's a good first game. Did you get other Telltale Plats in your first few games on PlayStation? Because looking at my list, I definitely did. I think my first three Platinums were Telltale games. <laughs> so. You know, I'm super hardcore, obviously. I did play a couple Telltale games, like uh, The Walking Dead, The New Frontier, I believe it's called. Yep. And there is another one, but I can't recall. When I played those two, that's when I started trophy hunting. So Mm -hmm. I was a lot more trophy hunting oriented when I played those later games, for Yep. sure. Yep. Very cool. I guess I'll go next just because it's a similar theme, Eli. So sorry to make you go last. But my the first game that I got the Platinum in on PS4 was the Batman Telltale series for Season 1. And that also is a really, really strong game. I, I don't think it's as good as the Game of Thrones Telltale game in like retrospect. Uh, but having played pretty much all of the Telltale games, I'd still say it's it's up there in terms of like being high quality. And it's towards the end of the whole, um, we've talked about it before on one of the older episodes, but it's towards the tail end of one of the, of the studio's life cycle, basically. So they're doing almost their best work there. And when you get into Batman Telltale Season 2 and the final season of The Walking Dead, I think that's where it really becomes sad that they closed down because they started to actually change and their engine did get smoother and all that stuff. But yeah, it was, it was really cool. I had played um, Walking Dead Season 1. 400 days and season two on xbox and had obviously 100 percented those because you just get it for beating the game so coming into playstation i really was a huge fan of telltale already and it must have just been the timing of how things worked out that that ended up being my first plat because i didn't really get into trophy hunting in other like larger titles until i got the platinum in Assassin's Creed Origins. I think that really kind of kickstarted like, oh, I can do this in like bigger games, not just like these narrative games or ones that the list is a bit easier. So yeah, that was my first platinum. Uh, the very first trophy I ever earned in looking at it was for Elder Scrolls Online. So that's fun. Uh, sitting at like a steamy 1% still for that game. That's never going to go up. So yeah, that's uh, that's it for me. What about for you, Eli? Yeah, I wanted to, I think... I think it was Queen in the Discord that mentioned this question. Started some good conversations about uh, all our all our firsts, and oh. like I can't. I people were talking about like their first game, and like I honestly didn't. I was like, I don't think I can even remember the first video but, game you ever played. Yeah, mm. but I know 
the big the first game that had the biggest influence on me was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Nice. And it had such a big influence, I stopped playing games and started skateboarding. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one that taught me how to skateboard and was a giant part of my life, hence the name Nar Shredder. Yeah. Along with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. But uh yeah, so that was like the first my first memorable game and that was like, you know, uh N64. So like I it was a time when like all these games were already out, but we just started discovering them. So like it didn't come in a, in the typical flow. So they all kind of just mashed together for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's like, what did you play at your house? What did you play at a friend's house? Like I can't keep it straight. I mean, right. I know the first system I owned, but I couldn't tell you the very first game necessarily I played. Yeah. And we had a friend that, uh, was his dad would allow us to play like GTA. So we'd always go over there to play, <laughs> play that stuff. So, yep. I know like the M games were there and like the other, the E games were at my house. Uh, some yeah, good E games. The <laughs> what? There's some good E games. Don't hate on them. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. My first, my first trophy was, uh, in December, 2012. It was PS3 and I got, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, I guess. Nice. I don't really remember this. But there was like a whole, this was uh, some like addiction stuff came up in the uh, in the Discord. And there's a couple of fellows in there on the same kind of path I am. But it was a funny, no, it's not funny. It's funny now. Mm-hmm. But so like my, when I went to college, my roommate had a PS3. And apparently I pissed all over it. And uh, don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, but so I yep. ended up having to buy him a new PS3. <laughs> that was funny looking back now. Yeah, I, was, I had to buy a new PS3 for him, right? And so I took this P PS3. Oh God! <laughs> and oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so I let it dry out and uh, kind of just set it aside because I wasn't just gonna throw out hardware like that. And so, but it it wouldn't work, right? And then a couple of years later, we moved out to California. And I was like, ah, well, I have to go through everything. So I w- found the PS3 again and like plugged it in and it must have dried out and it worked. Amazing. A miracle. Amazing. <laughs> A fucking miracle. <laughs> yep. So that's how I got my PS3. That was pretty sweet. That's a funny story. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then I got that. Then I used that. Then I hacked the hard drive. I had to buy a new hard drive and use that and my 360 to get my PS4 for $90. Oh, nice. So that PS3 went pretty far. Yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> journey for that thing. And so oh, GTA yeah. 4 was the first game you played on it? Apparently. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember many of those days either. I kind of wish they would release GTA 4 on the PlayStation 4. Like, I'm sh- I don't know if you can get it in a different format or whatever and play it as like a classic game, but... Yeah, it would be nice to play again. I rented it for one day or like one weekend, I should say, from a local video store video store on 360. And I would love to go back and check it out. I know it's supposed to be pretty good. I just don't like really remember much of it. And then GTA 5, I played on the 360 as well. So I would uh, I'd like to revisit it. It's a good game. Yeah, and I guess as far as Platinum for me, we I think we talked about it on like the first episode of the podcast. Yep. Uh, but I'll quick wrap it up. It was shadow of mordor which you encouraged me to go for and that started the i had like two trophies left yeah yeah so uh that was in like 2018 i think 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, th- so I had to get, just get those two trophies, and that was super exciting. And then I got uh, I started the whole trophy hunting journey. Yeah. And then I realized I was pretty close to the order eighteen eighty six as well. So that was my next little quick wrap up. Those my are good ones. Real, first real hunt was Cat Quest. <laughs> <laughs> no, the I'm fr- proud to say yeah. I'm proud to say I don't have any Telltale games, but it doesn't mean much because I also got I also have some pretty probably cheaper platinums than Telltale games. Yeah, I mean or not cheaper, but like less time consuming. Yeah, I, I would say they're definitely shorter. You do just get the the Telltale platinum automatically, but it's still like ten hours. You know, maybe twelve. And actually, like I I think I've talked about before, the last season of The Walking Dead, the final season does require you to do a couple different playthroughs and there's some minor collectible trophies in there so it's a little more legitimate than some of the earlier titles but you know like i have both seasons of batman i have guardians of the galaxy minecraft season one and two game of thrones tales from the borderlands i think it's something like nine to ten telltale platinum so it's quite a few so you finally you've tilted the scales and changed your ratio around there yeah uh, at, at this point yep i have it but it does it's kind of a, a bummer in terms of like credibility just because i really like those games you know it's not like i'm choosing them because they're easy platinums especially in the beginning i wasn't even thinking about that it was just like i really love telltale games you know and i'm gonna play them and then it just looks like i'm a fucking fake a phony look like a phony a trophy phone. hunter <laughs> phony, phony. yeah he's a phony he's a big fat phony <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's uh yeah that's me that's a that's a good question though daryl slash uh quinn or you said queen but i always thought it was quinn in the discord i thought it was queen queen makes a lot more sense now that you say it you know because yeah quinn what the fuck is that you know maybe whatever we'll ask them maybe they can clarify if you're listening, yeah, comment. yeah, let us let us know. Yeah. Sorry if we pronounced it incorrectly. <laughs> in the Discord, exactly. And uh, for those listening who are not part of the Discord, quick plug: you can find the link on our SoundCloud page. And uh, I would encourage anyone who's interested and who listens to the podcast to join. Uh, it's a really good group of people. Have some awesome discussions in there. And as the year goes on, we have some things planned that I don't want to spoil or get into right now, but let's just say that they're going to be more involved in what's happening moving forward. So we will, uh, you know, we'll give you updates as they come out, but we encourage everyone to come and join the community. It's a lot of fun. So if you want your neighbor's things, you just pee on it and they'll give it away for free. Your roommates. Yeah. That's how that. Yeah. You have to buy There's some things I'm eyeing. You have to buy some new, them a new one, though. So you're basically might as well just buy the new one. Yeah. And buying a PS3 at that point, <clears throat> didn't that console launch, like, historically high, too? Like, it was, like, 500 bucks or something for yeah, a PS3? Pretty sure it was, like, 600 bucks. Oh, my gosh. That is... Maybe it was but It was a lot. Yeah. PS3 was not even on my radar during that point in my life. Like, I didn't... I never owned a PlayStation 1, never owned a PS2. So when the choice was Xbox 360 or PS3, it was pretty easy for me to be like, I'm just going to get a 360, obviously. <laughs> like, that's the way better. My trophy hunting started much later in terms of first trophy earned, but that's okay. Speaking of trophies, though, we had a bit of a bombshell dropped on us this week. Some of us did. Bombshell. Bombshell, and that is the trophy update and the way that Sony has changed how they are scoring and tallying our overall levels on PSN moving forward. 
So sort of the gist of it is they took the whole 1 to 99 scale that existed previously where you would start to level up pretty slowly with your trophies accrued. I would say maybe in like the like level 12, 13 onward, it got to be pretty slow. And now they've blown the whole system up. So it's no longer a 1 to 99 scale, but it's a 1 to 999 scale. So they basically added a digit. <laughs> and um, what that means is that your trophy level before got blown up and got inflated to something super crazy for most of us. And they also changed, I believe, to add more weight to platinum trophies. So, you know, it's a lot to kind of digest, really. But what were your sort of initial thoughts on the change to the trophy ecosystem? Absolute shenanigans. Mm. Ridiculous. Mm. The dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> just going just gonna to go ahead and add a digit like that? What's that going what to... Is, what is this? Right. I feel like the icons... That's cool. But like, why? What is this doing? Did they did they have to boost it all so they could boost what a platinum is? But why are they boosting what a platinum is? Right. It's already double a gold. I don't does it why it has to be like four times what a gold is or three times what a gold is. Right. Now. Yeah. I, I I'm baffled. Yeah. I, I think I, I have some ideas on that, but first I want to hear Daryl what you think of, of the new system. Um, I'm not that concerned about it. I mean, I, I'm kind of like up there with Eli as far as the aesthetics go. Like, I do like that there's the 10 new icons that'll be associated with like your trophy level or rank. Right. Which is pretty cool. So you can like compare amongst other trophy hunters. So, you know, if they're like, I guess the highest silver and you're just like underneath it. It's kind of, it's kind of cool to compare amongst other people. Sure. Um, well, one that, but yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. One that was for that. Well, it's only going to be on PS five and two. True. That's what the freaking numbers for. <laughs> like if I see somebody that's a, a level 40, I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. that's a lot. Now it's like, Oh, this guy's a level 352 like i don't even know what that means anymore right right like, i get maybe it's me not get used to the numbers but it to me it uh diminishes the value of like reaching that new level it was such a it felt like such an accomplishment when you would go when i went from 17 to 18 i felt like i put in work and earned that yep. and it was the anticipation build now there's now there's not now you get two bronzes and you're a level 312 like, what the <laughs> what's the I don't know. It kind of killed the the incentive, really. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna look at it because the next time I look at it, it's just I'm gonna be a new level. Whoop de doo. Right, right. I prefer the percentage True. on a single bar of the old system per personally, um, as well because I was really looking forward to like I was hitting towards level 20 this year. And that was gonna be a big milestone for me. And we do have some people in our Discord who are, you know, really high-level trophy hunters. And I was like, man, that's super impressive, you know. And now it's like, again, like you said, the whole thing is really just a a mixture of, like, I don't know what the hell this means. And, like, this person just has a lot of bronzes, but they're level 400. Like, I, it's just really hard to kind of gauge based on a first glance. I, I do like the new icons. Um, I think that's cool, for sure. And I guess what I would say is, to play devil's advocate, the the one good point that I've seen brought up in our Discord is 
there will be more instant gratification. It's kind of like a counter to what you were saying, Eli, where if I go and I'm playing Castlevania Collection and I get one bronze trophy, I might see a change in my level. Whereas, like, previously, I could play a game and get, like, three or four bronze trophies and I'd go up not even 1%, especially as I got higher up into the trophy ecosystem. So it's like, there is some more engagement there, but it doesn't... It feels like they attempted to fix the problem, but went, around, went about doing it, I should say, the wrong way. So they're like, okay, there's a problem with how we're weighting these trophies. We need to increase the levels and kind of blow this whole system up. But they well, didn't actually address the <laughs> issue that they made it worse, that Platinums are not, they're not all created equal, <laughs> right? Like, we just talked about Telltale games and Radalika games and stuff like that in the past where you can play a game for five minutes and get a Platinum trophy, and now it's worth more points to have that Platinum, and it's worth the same amount as if I got the, the, the Platinum in Skyrim or in Mad Max or in any of these other, like, 100-hour huge games you know it doesn't fix anything it makes it worse almost it encourages people to play the shittier cheaper shorter platinums because they're worth now more than they were in the past i don't what did the what was the real point of this what did they comment on this they they decided that they had a problem that they needed to fix was this really what that was for because i also it seems like it's a playstation 5 thing mostly i don't know what it has to really do with I mean, now is the best time than any to roll something out like that, but mm. I don't understand what they were even yeah. doing it for. They've been kind of hush-hush about it. They have. Like, they revealed the system, but haven't really given a whole lot of details on it. And, like, a lot of people are, like, trying to figure out, like, how is this going to benefit Trophy Hunters? This is, like, you know, they're not really too excited. Like, this one guy that I looked up online, shout out to... Nathaniel John, but he he came up with like this analysis of how they're going to uh like basically level up. So like what you need to level up. So like between levels one and ninety nine, it would take you like sixty points just to level up through those ninety nine levels, and then it exponentially gets higher. Mm -hmm. So like that's like by two level silver. nine. That's two yeah, silver. two silvers. Those levels mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Then like level nine hundred to ninety nine would be like two hundred and forty bronzes. But it's not official. It's basically him just you know doing a mathematical analysis on it. Mm. Uh, I was cool. pretty stunned when he said that in order to get to level nine hundred and ninety nine you would need one million six hundred thirty one and thousand three hundred I can't even say numbers right now. Three hundred and forty <laughs> points just to reach that level which is basically equivalent to 1200 games fully platinum holy crap yeah. man is that the same as level 99 probably Pro it has probably. to be it has no to be idea. yeah cool. i mean it, could it, be. it has to be based on how the system works like i'd be really surprised if someone who wasn't level or who was level 99 in the old system then kicked over to the new system and they weren't max level right like that'd be fucking weird also, it seems to be glitched in terms of the way it's rolling out because mine didn't change for like three days. It just changed right before we started recording. But when I look at my friends list, it hasn't changed for some of them. Instead, it just maxed them all out at 99. I'm yeah, like, those, people, those people it's changed for. Okay, but like why doesn't it show me their level then? It just shows 99. It it, the, the front side of the app doesn't 
show more than two digits. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. But if you go into those people, mm-hmm. it's still it's like there's people like this person has like a total of seventy one trophies. They're level twenty six. Yeah, that's crazy to me. <laughs> I, I just I guess like a little bit of a heads up would have been nice. Not that it really would have changed anything. I mean, we, I guess we got 24 hours notice, but like it would have been good to know that this was the plan all along. And I don't know. Yeah, they've been too silent. I mean, we need to know why they did this. You know, it's possible that there were too many people who were level 99 or like in the really high levels of trophy hunting and they wanted to give like the system an overhaul to cater to those folks. But I doubt it. I think what really happened is that they needed or felt the need to make a change going into the PS5 generation. They didn't really know quite what to do. This is a change with some minor aesthetic differences that in reality is the same as the old system minus a digit or plus a digit. You know, mm-hmm. it's effectively the same fucking thing. And I don't, <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know what they were quote unquote fixing. I don't, I don't remember seeing anybody up in arms about like, well, why isn't there another nine on the end of the top level? What the, what the heck? And yeah, I mean, in fact, it's like almost, it's almost the opposite. It's like what we've talked about before in the past where it's like, if anything, I didn't want the system to change. No. You know, like that was, that no. was the whole point is like, can we just keep it as is? I want to make sure and know that nothing is going to happen. That's going to disrupt it. So pretty, yeah. pretty strange another, to me. I hate, I hate keep, keep saying this, but you know, this is another thing that makes Xbox look a little more enticing. Mm-hmm. It's might true. be a good time to switch to another system when they fuck theirs up again <laughs> for round two. Well, the funny thing is I actually did, uh, <clears throat> my friend who was selling or planning on selling his Xbox One, I told him like, hey, I'll buy it off you <laughs> before, like, if you yeah. don't want to. So I, I bought an Xbox One off of him because oh, Xbox man. has said the first couple years, at least, that most of their first party games are going to release on Xbox One as well. And I've also not played things like Sea of Thieves or Gears 4 or Gears 5. So this gives me an opportunity to go back and play those games. Um, so I sold you yours back. <laughs> I know. It's pretty funny because I'm buying it off of him for the same price I sold you that one for. Oh, so it's nice. A, it's effectively like a net. Yeah, it's like... Except yeah. mine seems to be falling apart on me. Does it? Okay. I was going to ask for a refund. What? <laughs> what? That wasn't even mine to begin with. So I bought that off of a friend who moved to Japan, and then ended up like selling it. To- yeah, it's funny. It like wouldn't but... even turn on the other night. Oh, really? It's weird. It just oh. like was loading. Hmm. It was odd. It was odd. Hmm. That is very. That is very strange. Interesting. But either way, I don't know. Like that's kind of my general thoughts on the on the changes that have happened. I I mostly negative on them. The only part of me that's positive on it is like something new is kind of fun, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit. Like there, there's, there's a little bit of like, oh, cool. You and, are digging deep, my man. Yeah, cool. A little, <laughs> a little new icon is sweet or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. I, it's, I won't even it's be really hard because I won't have the PS5. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it for a while either. More than likely, you know, I've kind of, like I said, I've kind of given up on getting the PS5 this year. And there's too many games. I don't need it. My backlogs. We've talked about it. Backlogs massive. Um, Do we want to move forward with Genshin Impact? Yeah, let's move forward. Do you have any other closing thoughts or anything you want to add about the trophy update, Daryl, before you move on? We basically just kind of reiterated uh, what we talked about. So, mm, I do want to add one more thing. I am a little bummed. I think I might have mentioned this before that you won't be receiving any 
perks or rewards for getting platinums or like trophies anymore or i mean it never existed but mm. i was hoping that it would be something that would they would implement into the new console because um you know Colin, you and i got the platinum for spider-man but i don't think you redeemed your avatar i didn't nope yeah so sony sent the email out to those who platinum the game and they awarded players with the Spider-Man avatar, which was a pretty dope gift. That was something that I wish other games would do if mm-hmm. you get the Platinum. Yep. It was something that was kind of wishful thinking for PS5. Because out of the 32 Platinums I have, which is a fairly small amount compared to other big trophy hunters, Spider-Man was the only game that gave me a reward. So, you know, I'm a little bummed that this isn't gonna happen but you know because you haven't played bloodborne yet yeah bloodborne will give you a theme correct yeah i haven't redeemed mine yet though okay it's too much work like is it now they, they put in a code on the store <laughs> it takes yeah. like 20 seconds <laughs> well no it's like so old now i don't they don't they're not looking for that anymore or something oh i see so like if you don't get it right when you get your platinum it's like oh email these people and it's like yeah whatever yeah, I see. Yeah, I I really wish that more games did that. I I kind of talked about that in the Discord a little bit too, but like there doesn't seem to be any consistency in the first party stable as to like what the rewards are for platinuming the game. I think God of War was another one that did something if I'm not mistaken. Can you guys confirm if that's true or not? I I feel like God of War had a reward of some sort. Spider-Man did obviously Bloodborne. So these are these are good examples. But like can we set the precedent of if you buy a first party Sony exclusive game and you platinum it, you're going to get either a theme or an avatar or some sort of reward from it. Um because I th- I don't think we have any any sort of like verification that that's the case. That's just an idea. Something I yeah, think would be cool. That, that would have been like the ideal rollout. That would that would instead of digging deep and grabbing that it's new it's a fun new thing (laughs) yeah it's a fun new thing yep that would have been at least like something to look forward to you know or some kind of reward like bring back that reward system they had we got like i don't know 10 cents or was it 10 cents or like a dollar a platinum or something like that yeah you could redeem in the store bring that back at least but they were just like nah here's the extra digit yeah i know they they fucked us they totally fucked us totally (laughs) fucked us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a triple digit though we'll see if our opinions change maybe once we get a couple months into this or um eventually when we get ps5s um at some point next year you know we'll kind of talk to the new icons maybe that'll sway us one way or the other i don't know but for the time being i'm overall negative on the change i'll be curious to hear what you listeners think about it if you're in the discord channel let us know you can leave comments you know on either of the pages but um yeah very curious to see if Sony has anything to say about it and why they made the decision. But speaking of fucking people over, though, you know what does that a lot? Mobile games. You know what mobile game <laughs> doesn't do that? Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. <laughs> which I've not played, but it's the new hotness. And Eli, you thought it was a, a good topic to talk about. I agree. Daryl agrees as well. So talk to us a little bit about uh, this game and why you wanted to bring it up here. Uh, I just thought it was a new a new list and it's kind of taking the internet by storm right now. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's pretty fun. It's just a big, it looks like a big open world, uh, RPG. I've watched a couple 
friends played it. I know Skrillis is playing it and Itchy Twitches is playing it as well. Okay. And uh it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty fun. Like I watched him like jump over this giant channel. Then he like lashed onto the wall and like climbed up the mountain. So there's a lot of traversal elements to it and like world exploring, you know, more than just like running around a giant open field and calling it an open world. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and there was like some like it's usually, you know, with a free game, they got to make you want to play a while. So the trophy list is like do this ridiculous amount of things or do this thing a ridiculous amount of times, you know, like open this many chests, I believe are some of them. Yeah. And open like 800 chests. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they're like thing, like objects, challenges to get, just get the object, you know, like flying the right, getting to the right ledge and flying the right direction and landing on a special, you know, platform to get things. But so it looks cool. The list is pretty, uh straightforward as well so you can kind of just play it looks like you know level up your character level up your weapons yep open chests in the different cities or whatever they are the worlds and yeah probably different like continents or like sub areas or something is what it looks like yeah yeah and then a couple looks like secrets or you know uh hit an eagle mid-flight with your bow kind of challenge type deal yeah that's a funny one is there is no platinum but it's free to play, so that's a plus. And uh, yeah, and with and the, I'm pretty sure it's multiplayer. So yeah, it is. And with the new trophy system, you can still level up from this game because there's there's bronzes and, and silvers to get. Yeah. So you get one bronze, you'll be a level twenty four. Exactly. Uh, there's three silvers, fourteen bronzes. It's sitting at an average completion of nine percent right now. But I think that's more due to the fact that it's a grindy sort of long RPG than mm-hmm. uh, than people not playing it. But yeah, the, the list. Second. What did you say? Nine percent is the average completion. Huh. I um, see a trophy on here with zero percent. Me too. Ascend a character to phase six for the first time has a point one percent completion if you hover it. Oh. Mm, yeah. I, so I think it's point one. Uh, that's... Sorry, yeah, not for like the people who have hundred percented it. Average average percentage on the list is nine percent. So right. people okay. have like yes, one yes. bronze or two bronzes is what it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I'd be curious to hear a bit more about it from people who have played it. Um, this type of game is generally not my jam, but I also was ho- like, I was kind of in the mood for an RPG a few weeks ago and was searching around and trying to find one and ended up not purchasing anything because I have a birthday coming up and I had asked for a Final Fantasy VII remake. So I'm hoping that'll be the RPG that kind of scratches that itch, but a free-to-play game is no, you know, is nothing to scoff at, and um, it seems to be of a high quality and caliber, such that people are interested in playing it. So, yeah, it might be worth checking out for those trophy hunters out there who are on a budget, or if you're in the mood for an RPG. It yeah, seems like a good I, mix. From what I've noted, lo- watched, it almost looks like I'm definitely not an expert in this field, but it, it kind of looks like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, more more yeah. kidsy. You know, where you can run around and do different challenges, but, you know, you also have a weapon Mm. type deal. You know, Right, right. Yeah, I did want to point out, Colin, this is a little bit of redemption for you with the phone game thing, because this was a mobile game and it is taking the Internet by storm. So I think (laughs) you are redeemed for uh, for Samurai Jack, a Samurai Jack. Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> that still rubs me the wrong way. I just don't even understand like how that game would have worked on on a phone. It's clearly, someone played it mo- on their like device, you know, and like completed it there. But like, Jesus Christ, man, that game was whatever. I'm gonna get upset if I still keep talking about that. But well, yeah, I, the- I appreciate the redemption arc. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, I didn't want to say mobile games on the phone these days have like they have like attachments for your phone that turn them into a controller. Yeah, you can play on your iPad and hook it up, and you can sync PlayStation controllers to your phone. I've done it. I've played. I think I was playing Near on my phone. Oh, that's cool. At one point, yeah, like PS Chair and stuff. But yeah, like it's evolved to allow for all kinds of different games. That's a good point. Yeah, the, uh, the last thing I would say about this is I've heard that you actually can progress pretty far into the game without having to uh, pay money or hit the, hitting that paywall. A lot of free-to-play games uh, that are mobile games in origin have a point of no return almost where it's really difficult to progress in the story and to continue to play the game without investing in some sort of sub-currency or like spending $10 on the game to get a level up or something on your characters. From what I've heard, you can get through about 20 hours of this game before you even hit that paywall. And even then, it's not absolutely necessary to spend money. It's just like your progression is kind of drastically slowed down when you hit that point. I That's anecdotal evidence I've heard from a few folks. I've personally not played the game, obviously, so that could be wrong. Let us know if that is not the case. But to me, that is a, a pretty positive thing to say that you can play for 20 hours in an RPG open world for free. So pretty awesome. Yeah, at, that, at that point, you owe them your 10 bucks, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, and I have no problem pitching a few dollars to games that I've spent a good amount of time with. I dropped 10 bucks on a Rocket League you know, currency the other night when we were playing, thinking it would get me some trophies, which it didn't. So that kind of pissed me off. But <laughs> um, either way, I'm happy to do it. The game's free to play. It's really polished. It's a fun game. Um, I never spent money on Fall Guys, but I just didn't really need to for the season pass, but I would have had no problem doing it for that game either. So it's worth exploring. So Genshin Impact, check it out, nerds. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Daryl, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> I do like the fact that you call, called everyone nerds. <laughs> we're, all, we're all nerds playing Genshin Impact on our fucking... Yeah, it's fine. I'm a nerd too. I have no problem with nerds. I'm a nerd, but yeah. check it out. Yeah. I'm not a nerd. Uh huh. Not a nerd. I don't eat. Sa- I don't eat salad. I'm not a nerd. Fucking losers. <laughs> I've always liked that word, and I feel like it's kind of it's kind of turned away from being so negative. But I wonder what other people feel these days. Yeah, I don't think of it as uh, a negative term. I kind of self describe as an as a nerd to people when I meet mm-hmm. them. You know. I think you're right. It did have a different meaning back, especially in like the 80s and stuff when video games were still in their infancy and we weren't getting Marvel movies every single year. And, you know, it's a different mm-hmm. time for sure. But embrace it. Embrace the nerddom. Do it. You will have a great time. <laughs> yeah. Much to say about Genshin Impact. This is really the only discussion I've heard of that game. Uh, a few people have mentioned it in Discord and. I've seen a few people playing it as well, but I have not looked into the game at all. I do like that it's free to play, so maybe at some point down the road, I'll take a look at it. It seems to be so that not- kind of era of games, right? We had Fall Guys for free with P- uh, with PS Plus, then we got Rocket League, and now Rogue Company, Genshin Impact. 
I mean, it's just a, the offerings seem to be in a Fortnite. It's always been free to play. Warzone's free to play. So a lot more of these like format of games are on the PlayStation Store now. So it's pretty cool. There's a world where you just play for or pay for uh, PS Plus and you just have all the games you could ever need. <laughs> Don't buy anything else. Very good, very good. Well, with that, um, I think we should probably get into our trophy hunting progress and what well, we have. Speaking, okay, speaking go ahead. Nerd dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. We should probably talk about the PS5 nerdy teardown. Oh my gosh, you are correct. You are correct, sir. How could we have forgotten the teardown? The yeah. mighty goliath of the ps5 how could you forget <laughs> it's gonna come and smack you in its face with its detachable faceplate i would never do that by the way never take what? the face never take the faceplate off of that thing why like uh. some of the things that this this uh engineer did in this video i'm like you make it look so simple but i'm not gonna touch my ps5 ever like that for fear of breaking it and that's ruining the <laughs> ruining the like warranty that's going to come with this thing. That's always what the case is. I mean, even with your PlayStation 4 now, there's videos about how to take it apart and clean out your fans and stuff to really drastically reduce the amount of noise that it makes. But if you do that and it and you have to send it in at some point in the future, your warranty is void basically. Like it's almost like a tamper seal. Once you open it up, Sony's no longer liable for anything that happens to the machine. So yeah. Just, just going to throw that out reaction there. Yeah. When I saw the video, I was like, why would you, what? It was just shock. I was in shock. Right. Disbelief. Like, why would you even post this? I get they wanted to tear it down and show people, uh, like, what's inside and the specs. But it's like, yeah, there's you could have done that so many different ways. But now you're just going to, people are going to be, like, opening them up and be like, oh, you told me to do it on that video. That was in <laughs> Japanese that I couldn't even understand anyways. Yeah. So, like, I thought you were telling me to take it apart. That was the initial instinct, but yeah, it was it was, cool. it was cool. I'm not technically minded or mechanically minded, so a lot of the nitty gritty descriptions of stuff really went over my head. But it it is an elegantly designed and put together machine, and I'm I'm pretty happy with with the aesthetics of the machine and the color scheme and the texturing of all the materials and stuff. It's a really pretty piece of hardware, but it's fucking massive. It's a huge machine, and I just don't see it fitting into my entertainment like area very easily. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a very pretty <laughs> ogre. Yes, yes. But I don't know. It's the, my first thing. I got to the the stand, and I know there's like people complaining about the stand, and it seems petty, but like it's pretty stupid. Which Why do I need a portion? screwdriver to turn my console on its side? Oh, Why I see. Why can't you just tip it over? <laughs> I need a, a fucking screwdriver to tilt my console 90 degrees. What is that? 45? 90 degrees? 90 degrees. Yeah, 90, 90 degrees. 90 degrees. Yep. I need a screwdriver to complete that task. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Right tool for the job, you know? <laughs> nah. Right tool for the job. Right, to, right, to, right tool That's for the job. You know, it, six legs or something. I like the rhombus of the PS4. I think it's a cool looking machine. And quite frankly, I think the Xbox Series X looks cooler as like the sort of like monolith tower that has like the glowing green section on the top. I think that's pretty badass. And, and I can see that just sitting next to my desk. The PS5 looks like a huge router almost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Like, I don't yeah. know. That's what it that's what it looks like to me, at least. 
It looks like where you like slide your access card on a space in an alien spaceship or something. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the aesthetics, especially because <laughs> it's on top of it being as big as my monitor. Yeah, it's yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you think, Daryl? Uh, I like it. I like the um, I like how it looks. Mm. You know, I'm I'm probably in the, in the minority here, but I don't know. Looking at it a second time as we get closer to the release date, it doesn't look all that bad. I actually like the design. I am a little worrisome about the um, the plates because you know how they kind of hang over. So I feel like there's no stability there if like something were to fall on it and your freaking faceplate just pop, pop pops off, you know. <laughs> but I'm pretty good with where I place my console sets. I probably won't have to worry about it. But it looks pretty cool. Hmm. I saw an Instagram video the other day where someone showcased it. And uh it had like a baby blue tint to it. Nice. I don't know if they customized it themselves, but it actually looked pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a lot from Sony in terms of, like, are there alternate alternate color, like, schemes available or whatever. Um, you know, with Xbox 360, Classic was, like, a white and gray sort of look, and then it eventually released as the Slim later and had, like, a black one. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they had a red one. Got a war one, too. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably continue to get sort of special editions with really tentpole massive releases on the PS5, and that'll be cool. And maybe that'll be a good time to actually get in and buy one. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. when the first big, like first party game comes out and there's a special edition or something. Who knows? But I, the white is cool. I it just, it's going to get dirty so easily, man. It's going to like anything white. You know, I don't buy white shoes anymore for that reason because white shoes look good for like a day and then they look like crap. You know, it's, yeah. It's, a yeah. PlayStation, you're not walking around town in though. That's it true. Will hide, it will hide the dust a little better being white. Black consoles get really dusty, and it's real obvious. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But also, I'm sorry, but it looks like a space vajay. <laughs> no, this has got a parental advisory. It's on. already got the advisory. Yeah, it looks it's... like a space vajay, dude. I, I'm gonna go oh, with so the... sexy. <laughs> I, I figured that's why you guys were so into it. I'm I'm gonna go with it. Looks like a giant router. That's <laughs> that makes more 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 sense to me in my current setup. The way I have my PS4 in here or in the living room when I play over there the PS5 will not work with how I have it set up. Mm. So that's a bit frustrating. I'm going to have to figure something out. Get out that screwdriver. Yep. Phillips head. You're going to need it. You know, or Phillips or fucking flathead. Who knows? Unclear. (laughs) Just have both be ready to go. You know, have an Allen wrench. (laughs) I'm skeptical just because I don't like having consoles vertical to begin with. Um, How come? The, you know. Oh, having a cat. To like. Yep, it's built to be a, ver- a vertical system, or what? It, you know, is that? I guess it's vertical. Whatever, standing up. It's, it's ver- that's like vertical. Standing up. Yeah, that's vertical. And uh, I just have never liked having my consoles like that. One, it's dangerous. But besides that, like I've had issues with this Xbox reading disc when I had it standing up. Granted, it's an older system and whatnot, but that's you know, that's not how discs are meant to be read. It's that's it's just gravity yeah like it you know well and i worry too given the way that the they showed the fans to be oriented on the on the console and the way the exhaust is like is it less functional on its side as well just in terms of being able to cool itself and like 
noise mm-hmm. levels and stuff. I don't know. I mean, these are things that we're going to find out as people get their hands on these things and kind of give advice to the rest of us. As as mad as I am about not getting one at launch, there is some value to sort of letting other people figure out the kinks. So we'll we'll mm-hmm. hear a bit more in November. Um, it's coming up. I mean, little you know, a month and a few days until these things are out. It's pretty nuts. With so. with the way it looks, I'm sure there'll be plenty of kinks. There's gonna be a lot of kinks, a lot of kinks indeed. I'm excited to <laughs> hear people's uh, opinions about the console though, and we still haven't seen really basic things like the UI. Um, I'm sure a few screenshots have leaked, but I'm not big on Instagram, so I don't really know. But like, I haven't seen a video that goes like, here's what your dashboard looks like when you turn it on, and here's where you find your games and stuff like that. But one thing I will touch on quickly, I know we're running a bit long on the segments before what we've been playing, but they did come out today and provide a list of the games that won't be working on your PlayStation 5 that are PS4 titles. And thankfully, it's very small. I think it's about 10 games. None of them are ones that I've heard a great deal of fuss about in terms of having a huge following or active communities and player bases. And I've also heard that if you, they explicitly stated basically like if you have these PS4 games digitally in your library, the ones you've purchased, you're just going to go to your library on the PS5 and you'll be able to re-download them. So that's one of the major things that I was worried about has been talked about now. And list them off. The, the 10 games that won't work on, on uh, PS5. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, hold on a second. I didn't have the. the, ar- the I don't have the article up in know. front of me. So the now you want to know. Oh my gosh! All right, here We're we go. Now a okay, <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. So it's a total of. It is ten titles. Okay. So the ten titles are Afro Samurai Two, DW Such a good one. VR. I don't know what the hell that is. Hitman Go Definitive Edition. That one I actually have heard of. That'd be kind of a bummer. Joe's Diner has a following though. No, Joe's Diner. <laughs> Just Deal With It, Robinson The Journey, Shadwin, TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 2 is the subtitle. It's a motorcycle game. We Sing and Shadow Complex Remastered are the 10 games that will not work on PS4 or PS5. I think, I think it's funny that one of them is Just Deal With It. Yeah. They had to, that, they had to have done that on purpose. They also said that we're going to be able to transfer our game saves between a PS4 and a PS5 of the same game if the developer chooses. So that's a developer by developer situation. They're not all going to allow it. Some might, some won't. Yeah, pretty cool. But the big thing for me, again, was that you can go into your library on PS5 and download your PS4 titles on there pretty easily. And none of the, I don't own any of those 10 games, so I'm not really upset by that list. The only one that really jumps out to me is Hitman Go as kind of a bummer because I know the Laura Croft Go is a really good game. It just seems weird that that one wouldn't work like a very simple game but it is what it is and now we know a little bit more about it and uh at least you know we have some info now yeah that that game hitman uh it's a special case um i did read something where that game and like for you two example you both have control but that game's not free to upgrade but if you have the control the I guess it's like the definitive version or something like that, which came out recently. That one's you'll be able to play on the PS5 if you own the actual copy or mm. digital version. It's mm. it's pretty messy how they're selecting these games, but like if you have one version over the other, that one you can upgrade the PS5, but not the base game. 
Yeah, if that makes any sense. It it does make sense. I guess my counterpoint would be like you can still just download the ultimate version or whatever it's called on your PS5, and it'll be the PS4 game running on there, and it'll still get boosted hopefully in some way. So it's really not like that big of a deal to me. Like, yeah, I don't have the native PS5 version, but like, I, I think know. it's all fucked. It's not smooth. Why? It's not smooth. It, they could Why? have done it better. Absolutely, to Daryl's point, it just doesn't personally matter to me that much. I don't want to have to do all kinds of research to find out if I have to play a game and go. Oh no, you gotta buy the ultra extra flippy floppy edition. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, here's what I would say: if you're on the fence about playing a game on PS4 or PS5, and it's one of these like launch window games, you know, I'd probably just wait. Anything that comes out from November of this year onward, I would not buy the PS4 version. I would just wait until you get a PS5 and play it there. There's plenty of other yeah. shit to play. There's plenty of older games. Play your backlog and then get Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5 next year if you want. Don't get it on PS4. Yeah, I wouldn't have anxiety about buying the wrong freaking game. There's like, what is there, like six of the new Call of Duties? Like how, what? Yeah. What if <laughs> I get the wrong one? It's true. It's true. There's quite a bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> you just pay $10 extra. Man. You could just pay like $20 extra or whatever it is up front and not worry about it. Yeah, Get the... Probably the wrong freaking version too. Yeah. I don't oh, know. No, that's only for the PS5 digital version. You gotta <laughs> get the disc version game. <laughs> I know. We'll see. Well, As we get closer, we're, we're coming up on it. We're only going to have two more episodes before the launch of the PS5. So I'm sure each one of those will learn a bit more. And uh, we can speak to it then. In the meantime, let's maybe switch to something a bit more positive, which is our trophy hunting experience. And I know we've all been making some pretty decent progress on what we've been playing. So, yeah, who wants to jump into it first? I can go. I felt like I was volunteering myself for a class project. I'll go. <laughs> I'll present Just first. Get it out of the yeah, way. yeah, exactly. It's just always the hardest thing to do. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Mad Max. Not much to really update you guys on. I did move up 1% towards the Platinum, so I'm at 82% now. And it's the maximum air trophy. Be airborne in a vehicle for four seconds or more and land without dying. I did fulfill the first requirement, but I did not fulfill the second part where you have to land without dying. Mm. But the trophy still popped. I died and the trophy popped. And I was like, wait, what the hell happened? I didn't do what the trophy required me to do. So that was pretty cool. I'll nice. take it. Nice. So you um, haven't hoping... been encountering the glitches that are plaguing some folks? I mean, you talked about the glitches last time, but nothing new has come up since then? No, no nothing really. My beer of not completing the challenges before the servers were down, go down at the end of the month, uh, have succeeded. Mm. I got those challenges out of the way, so we won't have to worry about it. The only thing on my plate just now is to beat the game, build the Archangels, and get that Platinum. So nothing to worry about there. Well, I'm that's really good. hoping to get through this game, hopefully this weekend, or at least a good chunk of it, because I really do want to participate in Spooktober and bust out my horror games, so I don't want Mad Max to take me too long, you know? Absolutely. Do you have a like rough ETA on how much how much more time you think it'll take for that Platinum? 
I will say at least another 10 to 12 hours. Okay. It's not bad. I can do that in two days. Yeah. Two weekend days or, or a week of like normal work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for getting those uh, trophies that are going to become unobtainable done. So you don't have to stress about that. And uh, we talked about last episode how long this game takes to platinum anyway. I think it was close to 90 to 100 hours, if I'm not mistaken. So this mm-hmm. is no joke in terms of a game. But again, thanks to the new trophy system, I can play My Name is Mayo and I'll fucking knock your points out of the water in 10 seconds. You know, it's no problem. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all good. Very cool, though. And yeah, I think... I'm surprised you're not playing Friday the 13th, but I, I understand why. Obviously, you wanted to get those trophies done, but with it being Spooktober, that seemed like a great time to continue your slasher quest and get some more trophies there. Oh, gosh. I want to go back to it so bad. <laughs> like, I've been playing Among Us, and that's kind of like my filler for not playing Friday the 13th. So I really want to get back to that game. I miss playing it, miss streaming it, so... You know, that's probably the first game I'll play once I get the platinum. Hell yeah, that's awesome. It now is no, never mind. I'm stupid. I was like, is Friday the Thirteenth gonna be a thing this October? But it's the ninth right now, so no, it's not gonna be, not gonna be a thing. Um, but yeah, that'll be a cool one to play. You said you're gonna download some other horror games. That's kind of the approach that I took was just like downloading a bunch and then seeing what I was in the mood to play, and that's what I stuck with. So, I think you'll find some good titles there in your backlog lots of treasure you just got to dig deep mm-hmm. very nice very nice eli what about you my friend how have you been doing in your trophy hunts doing great doing great okay uh, i got the call of duty ghost platinum yay congrats. and uh yeah this is probably one of my most memorable platinums <clears throat> oh wow okay first i lined it up with 45 i was kind of doing them in between the big ones i was gonna line up a call of duty maybe on all the all the fives uh and um and it was my first call of duty plat Mm -hmm. and i believe it was also my first stream platinum so that was a blast uh i was cruising through the train level that you said was gonna give me a hard time and i was like haha colin's wrong yep i'm smashing this level like a beast (laughs) and and i got to the checkpoint where the guys come up on the side which is redeem they redeem themselves for the shitty checkpoint in the the moon mission i forget what it's called yeah the one where you're shooting down what i talked about last episode yep but this one the checkpoint is right where the guys come up on the side of the train to get that trophy for shooting the guys off the train before they make it all the way up yeah but so then it got really hard there but um you know from with encouragement from the chat shout out to slugger uh discourse slugger seven and also thank you for your service sir that's very commendable and uh, oh, so I just want to say thank you for your service. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Slugger. Currently, not a vet, nice. I guess. Currently, currently, currently enlisted. Yeah. Thank you, Slugger. Thank you very much. And uh, to all the other listeners yeah, was, who are in the in the service, thank you guys as well. Aaron Gals. Uh, but it was really it, it was really fun uh, chatting with him and and uh, getting a platinum. It just it was so much fun. I really enjoy streaming. Uh, I actually that night too. I got my first tip. Oh, streaming! Oh, <laughs> making that moolah! Nice, nice. Yeah. But yeah, so thank Make you, Twitch rain. followers. That was probably you. You made that my most memorable platinum. I will never forget that. It was a great time, and uh, 
But now it is done and off my hard drive, and I have moved on. <laughs> yeah, immediate, immediately deleted. Yeah, yeah immediately <laughs> deleted. Um, but now I'm playing Hellpoint, which is, I guess, my Spooktober game. Uh, Solid choice. You know, it's it's got me. It's pretty dark and uh, ominous and creepy. And like the sounds, it's pretty funny. The sounds in it, it ch- almost tries to be like Bloodborne and have these like kind of like squishy, squishy, gushy, like moaning. Dude, it's it's almost comical, but yeah. it definitely freaks me out. <laughs> um, you know, because it is a Souls game and it's every death is um, a big gamble. You know, it's yeah. intense. Each death is very intense. Um, I also want to point out the game's only like 5.45 gigs. It's tiny. That's, smaller than fall guys that's awesome yeah really cool and we just found out it is online and local multiplayer which is mm. a really amazing thing uh yeah been looking for a game like that so that's really great to hear yeah so but that so then when i was started playing it i started i streamed it when i started as well and like normally i get like an hour through and i have to pee on my stream <laughs> Uh, but like I made it full two hours with, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't take my hands off the controller. Yeah. That's like a, that's an engrossing game right there. Yeah. I really like the jank. It's a little jank, but Mm -hmm. I like that in games, uh, you know, watching enemies flail and, you know, make silly sounds, but the, the jank has gotten, you know, permeated itself a little bit into the combat and the camera now as well that i'm getting more in depth into it with a little bit harder enemies uh and you know a little of the level design like just recently i went down into like this tiny hallway and there was like a gigantic enemy in there (laughs) i couldn't lock (laughs) on and i like i couldn't dodge it was kind of messy uh but you know that's a that's a souls like Mm -hmm. it's hard it's uh you know that's what makes those deaths so intense. And of course, I don't know if there's probably the bonfire system or something similar to that, right? Where it's like, all right, I don't have any heals left. There's probably one at the end of this hallway, but I got to get by this guy. Like, how do I do it? And, you know, that that whole risk reward system is what Soulsborne games are all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so I know you're a Souls fan, Colin, and I need to I'm going to recommend Woo! you play this game. All right. But uh because it's also like an old school FPS, which I know you're a fan of, like Doom, Wolfenstein, Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. Love those games. Where you have to run around and press square on all the walls, basically. Because there's secrets. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And so, yeah. And so there's like a there's a jump button in the Souls, which is, which is you know, kind of joke, joke in the in the Souls community. Uh, but this game has a jump button. And so there's some verticality to it. And I think they... It's not great because it's not a platformer, but it is pretty fun uh, to explore and look around and find secrets and find hidden hallways. And because they have these like elevators, it's almost like the surge kind of elevators. Um, I honestly like this one better. It's got a pretty sweet sound and they're like lit up. Um, uh huh. Because I do, I should point out, it's a sci fi horror thing. Like the creatures look very. Uh, like demonic and scary, but the whole setting is sci-fi. Interesting. Right? So there's okay. like, I think you're in some kind of space station. I don't really know. 
Uh, but the bonfires are called breaches and they like look out into the universe. I don't know. You'd have to you have to check it out. Check a video out on it. Yeah, I'm looking at the looking at the describe. the description right now, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, if you're, this is the my favorite line of the description. If you're struggling, get someone to join you in a couch co-op session. That's mm -hmm. great. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> the loot yeah. is shared <laughs> and the experience of local player two is saved and not watered down so they can pick it back up the next time they're over at your house and continue to play. More, please, more games do this for the love of yeah. God. How hard is that, right? Just fucking do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still only five gigs. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But so there's on top of all the secret, like hidden doorways and secrets, there's like a lot to this game and it's a bit cryptic, you know, mm -hmm. for souls though. I mean, that's kind of the MO for these types of games. Yeah. Cryptic. But um, they added a lot of things to, you know, like the weapons and. Uh, you have, I guess Dark Souls has like the spells, basically. There's a magic kind of stat. But um, I don't, I guess I won't get too deep in on the mechanics, but there is kind of like, there are no blood vials like Bloodborne, but mm -hmm. you can steal, you recharge your heal by uh, damaging enemies. Okay. So there is the like risk reward type deal with that too. Yeah, so you have um, to get kills to like charge a spell that lets you heal. I'm assuming something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like a wheel around your healing item that fills up as you damage. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. But so yeah. Anyways, I don't want to get too depth in that. But there's there's also like a time. There's a time system, so it changes events on the map, mm -hmm. and there's a phase of the. There, you're going around like a black hole or something like that, and like there's a phase where the black hole is closest to you, and it. Um, you know, makes the enemies a little more aggressive and certain events happen during that. And, you know, there's just a lot to a lot to it. You know, the builds, the time, the secrets, the jumping, the verticality. It's like a platformer, old school, first person shooter with souls in it. <laughs> and uh, there's there's crafting and your ghost, which is actually really frustrating when you die. Your souls get God, I keep calling them souls. Axiom, yeah, it's fine. You can call them souls. Yeah. That, yeah. Your axiom is what they're called in this game. Get left behind. But so does a ghost. So you have to go and fight yourself. Oh. It's kind of annoying. That's it's weird. pretty annoying. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another shout out. I want to shout out to Afrofish for helping me. He played this game already and uh, jumped into the Twitch and, and helped me a bit. Um, he's a big souls guy. So that was a big help. Thanks. Thanks, my man. It, um, yeah, and and what was the other game that came out relatively recently? Mortal Shell or something, right? So mm -hmm. there, there's been a couple of these um, Souls-like games this year. I mean, between these two and I think Neo 2 was this year, if I'm not mistaken. There's, there seems mm -hmm. to be a lot of these games right now, so it's a good time to be a Soulsborne fan if you are. And you have Demon yeah. Souls Remake coming out as a launch title on PS5, so mm -hmm. I pretty think cool. The search, when did the Surge 2 come out? Was that last year? Uh, maybe, year? maybe. Let me see. Surge to I'm looking it up live. Slur is the slurge. <laughs> the slurge. Uh September twenty fourth of last year. So oh, okay. Never mind. But yeah, I feel like yeah. I for some reason this year feels like it's been like ten years, dude. So it's hard to say. Hard to say. Mm -hmm. But looking on how long to beat right now, it looks like the main story is fifteen hours for this game. Uh the completionist is about twenty eight hours. So not that yeah. bad either for a Soulsborne. Yeah, I don't think there's a ton of playthroughs. There's not a lot of info on this, so I will probably try to make a video on it yeah. uh, after I finish it to to help clear some things up that I didn't get 
info on. But yeah, I think I read somewhere you can pretty much get to the end of the game, like right after the first boss. Mm. But I think a lot of so the game is short and you could probably run through it pretty quick, like the 15 hours or probably less um, if you can find things out. But I think a lot of the allure of the game was for me was the exploring and, you know, learning the crazy maps and, you know, that that was always cool in Bloodborne. And I'm sure in your soul's experience that like you come around the corner like, oh, snap, I'm here again. Yeah, like, the shortcutting wow. is the like one of the most amazing feelings. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So this has a lot of fun things like that <laughs> yeah you like clear out multiple areas you're almost dead you have no idea where you are and you open a door and you're like wow i'm back at the last bonfire cool you know like that's so like satisfying. that's like one of the best feelings yeah for sure there are bad feelings in here as well <laughs> are there yeah i got the trophy the other night for uh for finding the ominous monolith yeah i saw and that I touch and i touched it and now i'm in some other freaking dimension dude i have no idea mm -hmm. so cryptic <laughs> i'm like oh this is insane like uh it's gonna take me a while to figure it all out but it is fun exploring yeah that's and cool we'll get there one day well and it's fun too like you said to be playing a game in some ways it's fun in some ways it's annoying to be playing a game where there's not really a guide for it in terms of trophy hunting that was my experience with samurai jack as well and i just kind of had to like figure it out so there, it's cool. It's it's not something we normally get to experience, especially playing a game in our backlogs. I mean, this isn't that old, but it did come out in July, so it's been out for a few months. And this uh, is like the newest game I've ever played. It is, yeah. At least since, yeah, probably since we've been trophy hunting. Probably since ever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about all I got on Hell uh, Hellpoint. I think you should. You should check it out, Colin. Yep. I uh, hate to be the Recademer. It's okay. Recademer. 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 But it's fine. The Recdoom mm -hmm. Slayer. But yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, I already texted my friend who was looking for a co-op game to play this Halloween season and told him about this one. So we will see how he feels. Uh, sounds pretty fun as a co-op experience. I've yet to play a Soulsborne game in co-op, really. Like, I've summoned a few times for bosses and stuff, but... I've always had this idea of like, oh, it'd be fun to just like summon a buddy and play through the whole game together. And it's mm. annoyingly difficult to do that on Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. So this seems like a, a good compromise for sure. Very nice. Let's see. For myself, I've been playing the Castlevania collection, the classic Castlevania collection on PS4. It was $20 when I bought it over a year and a half ago at this point. And it has been sitting in my backlog since. <laughs> um, it was one of those things, like I said, where I just scattershot approached and downloaded a whole bunch of games for my backlog and was like, let's see which one I feel like. So I downloaded Days Gone, Resident Evil Zero, Darksiders 3, Castlevania Requiem, Classic Castlevania Collection, and I think Resident Evil Revelations. And um, I had been last time talking a little bit about my time with Symphony of the Night, which I still think is a truly amazing retro game that everyone should play if you have not played it. And I do plan to return to it this month even. But what I realized is I'm playing one of the later entries in the franchise, and I have this collection with the older titles, and it'd be really cool to kind of go back and play through them in the in the order in which they were released and leading up to Symphony of the Night to kind of get a greater appreciation for the Easter eggs and, like, you know, the callbacks and the bosses and all that kind of stuff. So... I've been playing the classic collection, 
there is no platinum for this collection of games, which is a big bummer. And the trophy list in terms of the weighting and distribution of trophies is pretty bad. It is all bronzes except for one silver and one gold. The the silver trophy is to play each of the titles individually, and the only gold trophy in the collection is to beat all of the games. So really, if you're going to try to play this game from a purely trophy hunting perspective, I don't necessarily know that I would recommend it for that. There's not a whole lot of points that you're going to gain from this, but if you're looking for a really fun sort of like history lesson and experience coming through a, a series of games, uh, this is really awesome. So the the collection has quite a few games. I'll list them off here. It has the original Castlevania, has Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Super Castlevania 4, Kid Dracula, Castlevania Bloodlines, and then two Game Boy games, Castlevania the Adventure and Castlevania the Adventure 2. So not a whole lot of guides for this uh, collection because most of the time it's you just get a bronze trophy when you beat each of the in individual titles. A few of the games do have branching paths that can get you optional characters that you can play as. So, for example, Castlevania 3 has four playable characters, and there's a bronze for beating the final boss with each of them that you take different paths through the game to unlock. And the same thing for Castlevania Bloodlines. There are two playable characters, and there's a bronze for beating the game with each of those. And they have a different weapon and different moveset and stuff like that. But they're all... Old school secrets. That's what's up. Yeah, secrets are cool, you know, but really the games are just really difficult 2D side-scrolling action games. And it's all about vampires and werewolves and monsters and skeletons and, you know, it's just, it's perfect for Spooktober in that sense. And the individual titles themselves are not that long. So from a perspective of someone who is working and then coming home and you only have a few hours, like this is the perfect kind of thing to play in October because you can knock out one of these games or at least half of a game every time you sit down. And I actually tallied up <laughs> from how long to beat and looked at what the total is to beat all these games. So the total time it's going to take you to 100% this collection is anywhere between 25... Drumroll. <laughs> it's anywhere between uh, 25 and 30 hours, depending on your skill level. It uh, could actually be much longer than that if you're really bad at these games. So, yeah, I'd say on average like 28 and a half hours. Um, so that's really what I've been working through. I'm going in chronological order or release date. So Castlevania, the original game, came out in 1987. Busted that guy out first, <laughs> um, and I'm working my way through him. I'm sitting at about a 40% completion right now, and it's because I have to do Castlevania 3 with the four branching paths, that's going to be four bronze trophies. And uh, once I beat that game and Simon's Quest, I'll get the gold for beating all the games. And that's going to jump the percentage way up. So, yeah, that's really uh, that's really all I've been playing. I've been kind of just immersing myself in that franchise. And I'm really liking it. So, would recommend. Again, they are hard games, but there are save points that you can utilize. And I have no shame in saying that I have done that. Um, so yeah, you can save have, every like five seconds. Like a, <laughs> do they ahead. have like a save state? Yeah. So besides for, like just a regular old school checkpoints. Yeah. So the checkpoints are not very forgiving. Basically the way it works is you'll start the game and you have two lives. And if you die with your health running out, or even if you fall off of somewhere, uh, into a pit, 
that's an instant death, takes one of your lives, and platforming in a game from 1987 is not very smooth, so it's going to happen. And uh, what, what it would do is if you died, it would restart the level for you. You lose all of your sub-weapon ammo, your sub-weapon power-ups, any sort of things that you've collected along the way, all gone. And you would have one more try to do it, and if you fail that, you restart the game. Pretty fucking hard. So what I've been doing is making a save state, uh, or a, like a manual save at the beginning of every stage. And that way, like, if I lose both my lives on a stage, I can just restart the level with two lives and keep trying. And the same thing is true for, like, the final bosses of the games, which are incredibly difficult. And, uh, you know, you need to hit them, let's say, 20 times, and you can't even get hit three times or else you're dead. And if you die to them, you restart the whole level again. So it's, like, it's really hard. Um, so I've been utilizing save states, and I have no shame in doing that, especially because I'm only getting bronze trophies from these games. So fuck off. <laughs> hey, games, in, games in 2020 don't always have the best platforming either. Yeah, Hellpoint, I'm sure, like, has some like hard... Like Hellpoint. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. So... Uh, what's a what's Kid Dracula? The heck is is that a is that one of those e games we were talking about? That's one of or these. That that's one of these e games. Um, so it is a spinoff title developed. All of these are developed by Konami, but it's a spinoff title that came out for the Famicom in Japan only in 1993, wow. and we were uh, we never got it released in the West up until this collection. So it's pretty cool. Sorry, in 19 oh, in like 1990 it came out. So. Yeah. So like a like a typical marketing ploy for over there. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. Cutesy kidsy. You know. Yeah. It is the only game in the collection that is like rated E and is very much it's a lot more it's you're you play as a, a kid vampire and instead of like whipping monsters to death and seeing them explode in blood fountains, you basically throw little fireballs and then they just turn into a coin on the ground and you pick up the coin. So it's mm -hmm. it's a lot more uh a lot more relaxed but that sounds right up my alley still really difficult um so yeah the plan is to complete the collection which i should hopefully have done in the next week or so and then i'm going to return to castlevania requiem and which is blood or uh castlevania bloodlines and then symphony of the night or sorry castlevania rondo of blood and symphony of the night and that's going to take me through spooktober so pretty pretty cool you guys have any other questions about the collection all right. Awesome. <laughs> uh, how much was it? How much was it? I paid $20 for it back when I bought it. I think you can probably get it on sale depending on when you check the store. It might be on sale right now, actually, with the October sales yeah. and stuff. But, um, yeah, I paid $20 for it. But considering you get, let me see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You get eight games, and two of those games have multiple playable characters. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. If you're a retro gamer, I would highly recommend it. I don't know. You've probably heard of... Everyone's heard of Castlevania at this point, but go play them. They're really great. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. How much is Hellpoint? 35. Unless it's on sale, but it's 35 full price. Yeah, I bought it like 27, I think. I tried to get it under that 30 mark, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. cheapo lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's going to cover it for what we've been playing. You guys have anything else to add before we jump into the quiz segment? All right. Very good. Nada. Nada. Okay, Daryl, well, take us away. You're the quiz master today. All right. 
Ooh, oh, and real quick, this is the last episode of the first season of the Trophy Hunting Quiz. So we will announce the winner next episode. Although if you're smart and playing along at home and tallying it up, you will know at the end of this episode who the winner is. But we'll have an official we... announcement next time. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I can add it up now. If you want to, you can. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, we can make a little fanfare out of it. And uh, yes. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do that live. Anyways. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll announce it next time. And we are working on alternatives uh, to the trophy hunting quiz. And um, really all that I think we feel comfortable saying on it right now is that there is going to be a lull in this type of a segment for the next few months through the end of this year. We have some other ideas planned for a few episodes and some things in the works, but there will not be a trophy hunting quiz for the next couple months. And we're going to launch in 2021 with something else. And that's yeah, really all. Me. Yeah, that's really all I will say on it for now, just to keep it uh, keep it fresh. But anyway, back to you, Daryl. Go ahead. Yeah. So you guys are the top two contenders for who could possibly win tonight. Correct. Because I am the quiz master and I suck. So <laughs> I am in third place. I think Collins is second and Eli's in first. Yep. So rules. Give three qu- uh, I think everybody knows the rules by now. You may have new there. listeners. True. True that. True that. I'm going to hand that off to Colin. Okay. Colin is very good. <laughs> 30 second rundown. We are going to be asked three questions or given three descriptions, I should say, from Daryl. So what he's going to do is he's going to read the trophy title of a random trophy of his choosing from his list of games he's played. And he's then going to give us the trophy description we're going to have a set amount of time to provide or write down an answer. So we're going to guess the franchise that the game is from, and then the specific game title itself. We're going to do that for each of the three questions. And then at the end, we're going to be uh, handing it back to Daryl, who's going to reread the title and description. We'll provide our answers and we will tally up our points. We get a half a point. If we guess the franchise, correct a half a point for the specific title for a total of three possible points per person. That is the quiz. And I've also asked the participants as well before the show if I can throw in another question just for shits and giggles. No added points, just to kind of end this off with a bang. Exactly. So, <laughs> yep. Hopefully it's just giggles and there's no shits. But we'll <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys ready? I am oh, ready, yeah. sir. Let's do it. All right. I'm loving it. Okay. McDonald's. First question or is the trophy is called Chatterbox. Description is complete all conversations with the endurance crew. 15 seconds. Hmm. hmm. Ready? I am ready. Okay. On to the second one. Trophy is called Pigeon Hunter. Description, catch all of Howard's pigeons. Ah, shit. Hmm. Ah, shit. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I have an an answer, so... (laughs) We got one person. 
I actually have two answers written down right. for both of those, so I'm just gonna yeah. pick it when I get to the when we get asked. So sounds like Colin's good. How about you, Eli? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, trophy number three is called Full Crew. Bring all possible allies to care more for the battle against the hunt. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 what? Say that. Read the description again. Bring all possible allies to care more for the battle against the hunt. Care Morgan? Is it Kara? Like a person's name? Care Morin. It's a location. Care. Oh, okay. <sighs> for for it's what? A, it's a fictional place. Oh, really? For, for the battle against <laughs> the hunt. <laughs> That's surprising. I thought Care Morin was a real place. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like a town. In, it's probably a no, town in like totally Wales insane. or something. I bet, dude. Guaranteed. Uh, can we read that again on full? Okay, full crew. Bring all possible allies to Care Morin for the battle against the hunt. Yes, sir. Okay, got it. Got it. We're rolling now. We're good to go. Tell Listen. me when you're ready, Eli. Oh, see, Eli doesn't like it, man. We were stunned last time. Well, I don't know what Care Morgan is. <laughs> probably some one of your little secrets. It's probably some Resident Evil secret or some bullshit. <laughs> oh, all right. All right so let's do this. Last question, right? No, and this one's worth yep. no points for clarification. This is for no points. Oh, just for some fun. Yep. Trophy number four. It was this big. Oh, Trophy shit. description: Catch a fish weighing at least sixteen pounds. I know that one. Mother. Wow, well, shit. I mean. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Who's those two? <laughs> I know what that one is, but I can't. I mean, I have a guess for what it is, unless he's played one of these obscure like fishing simulator games, which no. is possible. I know so. what that's from, but it's not coming to. I played that game. Oh wait, you played that game? Then now I don't know what it is. All right, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I have I have an answer written down. We are good to go. Sounds like Eli needs a few more seconds. All right, fuck it, whatever. I don't. All right. I know what that is, but it's going to piss me off because I got the wrong answer. Ooh, you guys are about to witness Eli Rage on this podcast episode, folks. I hope so, because if I remember correctly, <laughs> I need to get all three answers correct, and he needs to get them all wrong in order for me to Ooh. win. So, If you want to watch a Rage, come watch Hellpoint on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to find out. All right, trophy number one. I'm going to go through these again. Trophy number one, Chatterbox. Complete all conversations with the endurance crew. Calling what you get. I have two things written down. I'm going to go with Mad Max. <laughs> Franchise is Mad Max. You, sh you title. sure about that? Well, I've already said it now. My other, I'll tell okay. you the other thing I wrote down was Borderlands 2. So. Okay. Yeah. How well, about you, Eli? Those are both wrong because it is Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. With the endurance crew in Tomb Raider? The fuck? 
Daryl? I played that game. Official official answer? Like that was just my the correct answer is Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Sorry, Colin. Ugh. I guess the rest of these are for shits and giggles. Well, Eli, Eli, Eli wins. That is so weird. I played Tomb Raider on Xbox One, and I don't remember any endurance crews in the game. It sounds like a racing game. <laughs> endurance it's like one of the rarest trophies in the list. Is it? Is it? Uh, have does it have something to do with the multiplayer? Because I didn't play that at all. No, it's in the story. Oh, weird. Yeah, had back with all the characters. Oh, fuck it's it. It's in the reboot. Whatever. But, all yeah. right. All right. That son of a bitch. That's okay. That's a fair question. It's a fair question. <laughs> yep. It's like Let's dialogue. Let's say we got a winner. It's like dialogue collectibles. Oh, God. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second trophy. Full crew. Bring all possible allies to care more for the battle against the hunt. Eli, what'd you that, get? That was three. It was the third one, but. That was number two. Is it? Oh, no. I'm out of order. Yeah, we have Pigeon Hunter. Okay. Yep. Pigeon Hunter. Yep. Not bad. Yep. Pigeon Hunter, catch all of the catch all of Howard's pigeons. What'd you guys get? Or Eli, what'd you get? I put watchdogs. Okay. Colin? I put Life is Strange. And Strange. And Life is Strange is the franchise. Okay. Life is Strange. Watchdogs. Nope, not the right answer, guys. No! It was Marvel Spider-Man. Fuck! 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 I remember that mission so well now. You know what my other... So that one I also had two things written down. The other one I wrote down was What Remains of Edith Finch. It sounded oh, like... Oh, I did that too. It sounded like <laughs> an Edith Finch trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when Eli no, didn't did. guess Edith Finch, I was like, okay, he played that too. So it must have been oh. not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swoop <laughs> on my pigeon answer like that? Well, you know, you got to play the game. <laughs> you got to play the game. Yeah. play the game, you know? Yep. All right. That's All right. right. Words to live by. Uh, trophy three, full crew, bring all possible allies to care and mourn for the battle against the hunt. Colin, uh, Witcher three, and the franchise is The Witcher. Eli, it's probably what it is, or it's Mad Max. But I wrote Outlast for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> Witcher three, it is Wild Hunt. Yes. Nice. All right, so at least I lose by the same margin I started the episode with. <laughs> it yeah. Didn't get any worse. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Off on a tangent, Karamoran is like the fortress for where the Witchers like kind of like hold their ground at. Yep. Kind of yeah, like their training school. New HQ. Nerd dumb thing. I didn't freaking know. Well, for me, it. for me, it was the right. hunt thing that gave it away. <laughs> for against the yeah, hunt. I figure mm-hmm. one of you guys would get it. The mm-hmm. Witcher Wild Hunt. That yep. makes sense. Yep. Don't call me a nerd, bro. You fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. No points on this one or Trophy. double points? <laughs> no points. Okay. Yep. It was this big. Catch a fish weighing at least 16 pounds. Colin, what'd you get? I put Red Dead Redemption 2, but I don't know if that's correct or not. Mm. Eli? I still can't think of it. I've been trying to think of it this whole time. But I put Final Fantasy probably like oh, 15. Oh, man, Colin. 
You did get it right. Red Dead Redemption 2 it is. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, for funsies. I won the for funsies one. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. That was a good quiz. That was a good quiz. Yep. Well done, sir. Well done. Well balanced. You guys got like, what, half the questions right? Yeah, I got two of four. One wasn't worth any points, but two of four. Yep. Nice. Yep. Good job. Well done. So, Eli, you are the official winner, but we'll have some fanfare and some uh, some more announcements on that next time <laughs> as well. Oh! But congratulations, sir. Congratulations. And I've if redeemed myself for my shitty performance in the race. Fair enough. There <laughs> you go. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Very good. That was a fun time. I'm glad we ended up doing that quiz and sticking with it. I think that was a pretty cool idea. So hopefully you listeners enjoyed it as well. You played along at home. Uh, if you're in the Discord, we'll post the questions and the answers in that channel. And uh, thank you, everybody, for playing. So, as always, when we finish up these episodes, we allow our hosts the times to uh, to pimp themselves out, talk about their social media, where you can find each other at. So, uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Daryl. Where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram, Twitch, uh, at the Tall Samoan Guy. Um been slacking lately with life and other things going on but check it out at your leisure appreciate it and uh hope to see you thank you nice eli what about you sir uh well if you're interested if i've convinced anybody else like colin into hellpoint you can come check it out on my twitch or if you're interested in fun at all you know or watching me rage yep twitch narshredder 13 uh youtube narshredder 13 there'll probably be a follow-up video for hellpoint uh sometime in the near future um big shout out again to all the people twitch followers and people that helped me get through the the call of duty platinum uh and then you know whatever social media of choice you choose i have instagram and twitter narshredder 13 and of course the discord absolutely Get spooked. That's right. For Spooktober. Spooktober. I hope everyone is playing spooky games at home. If you are, we want to hear about it. Let us know how they are from a trophy hunting perspective or just for fun uh, or achievements if you're on the Xbox platforms or Steam. So, yeah. Um, for myself, you can find me on PSN, CK Present. You can find me on YouTube at CK Present. Still no new videos in the last month and a half or so, but a lot of good old content there, especially with survival horror games coming into this month. So, Check those out at your leisure. I will continue the Halo franchise playthrough um, in the coming weeks once we get out of our busy work season. So it's, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff to come. And as far as Trophy Talk, you know, you're probably listening to us on either SoundCloud or iTunes already, but you can find us on iTunes, uh, on Apple Podcasts by looking up Trophy Talk Podcast. And you can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Trophy Talk Podcast. And we have a link for our Discord in the description there. So thank you very much for listening. We hope you all have a wonderful couple weeks here in October. We'll talk to you again before the month is over. And take care, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, Narshire 13 1D. 1D. Sorry, 1D. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.